Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 71. Guess what? Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is Will Parker, Principal from Skytook High School and host of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast. Each week, I bring you innovative, inspiring, and imaginative ideas to improve your own school leadership. This week, I have the privilege of talking to Daniel Sunshine Bauer. Daniel is the founder of Better Leaders, Better Schools, and he facilitates weekly mastermind groups to support leadership growth. You can grab all of his free resources and listen to his podcast at betterleadersbetterschools.com. Danny, welcome to Principal Matters. Well, you said it's a privilege to interview me. The privilege is all mine. I'll tell you what. <laughs> after I had you on the show, uh, Better Leaders, Better Schools, episode 98, which came out June 21st, uh, I became one of your, your, your raving fans. Oh, uh-huh. well... Well, you have been doing an amazing work with, with school principals across the nation, and I know that um, both of us being in podcasting have enjoyed being able to connect and learn together. And I don't do a lot of interviews on my show, Danny, but when we connected, I couldn't wait to get you on to share your insights and your resources with Principal Matters listeners. So I want to just jump right in. Um, first of all, just to give you an opportunity to share a little bit about your leadership journey, what led you into your interest in school admin, and especially supporting and creating resources for, for principals? Well, I had zero interest in, in school admin. Uh, I enjoyed the classroom. The classroom was my kingdom. Uh, I had different leadership roles, leading departments and different programs. And I think I was highly effective as a teacher. I love that relationship with kids and with parents and my peers as teachers. And I was very, very comfortable there, Will, to be honest. Uh, you know, we, we share the same faith. And I used to work out with my friend DeAndre Weaver. And so we were lifting weights. Uh, I almost killed him. I remember we were doing some, some bench and some burpees and, you know, all sorts of high-intensity uh, interval training. And during that time, he knew he was making a move from uh, Illinois' top school, Walter Payton College Prep, to Brooks College Prep, which was also high-performing but not number one uh, and served a really – awesome community of kids on the far south side of Chicago. So he said, listen, Danny, in the Bible, they, they sent them out two at a time, right? Paul had Timothy. And I know I'm going to be the principal at Brooks, and I want you to, to come with. And you're going to start off as an instructional coach, but I want you to get your master's in school leadership. And then uh, once an opening uh, occurs, you're going to be an assistant principal. And, well, that, that was how my leadership role formally started in school administration. Uh, I was called into it. I was not seeking it out. Uh, the door had opened, and I started to prepare for it. And then it became something that I just became extremely passionate about. Uh, your, your second question was, you know, how did I get into developing resources for school leaders? Well, I knew I was going to be working in this leadership role, and I wanted uh, I wanted to figure out, well, how do I do this at a high level, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I experienced a ton of success as a teacher. And quite frankly, as a leader, I was not as, you know, I was insecure. I, was, I wasn't as secure. I wasn't as confident. Uh, it just, I didn't have as much experience. So I went out there looking for what kind of resources there were. Uh, and, and, and the other thing is I love learning from people's mistakes. And that's why, uh, well, that's really why I had the podcast. The podcast mm-hmm. was born out of 
wanting to have these local leadership dinners and talk about leadership, learn from uh, each other's mistakes, and, and really discuss leadership at a deep and authentic level. The irony, Will, is that locally in the third largest city in our nation, Chicago, it was hard to gather people together to consistently meet and discuss school leadership. So I abandoned that thought. I had been listening to podcasts, and I said to myself, well, I'm just going to launch a podcast and learn from people much smarter than me, like Will Parker, <laughs> and that's going to make me a better school leader. And so that, that's irony. When I opened it up globally, and I started talking to people from our east coast of the U.S., west coast, folks in Canada, Australia, you know, it became an international thing in terms of my guests. Uh, when I opened that up globally, that's when I really got to connect consistently uh, and authentically, exactly what I was looking for. Well, I know you've had some fantastic guests on and you are regularly interviewing. Uh, what, how many episodes are you up to now, Daniel? By the time this show gets released, it'll be right around 99 or 100. Will. Ah, congratulations. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, here, here's here's the amazing thing about podcasting and really about the work that you've done is you have been able to sit down and have conversations with, at the time of this recording, a hundred different individuals about the, the the pros, the cons, the lessons learned about school leadership. And that's amazing. I mean, you think about the research that you put into this, you could almost have your PhD by this point and all the hours that you put into what makes effective school leadership? And so I would just love to pick your brain for a few minutes, Daniel, about what are some of the biggest take takeaways from those conversations with school leaders? What are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned about the challenges or experiences either you've, you've faced as a leader or that you've learned from others that you've talked to uh, in leadership? So many. And at this point, I think I should, I want to write a book about it, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I haven't started started that project yet, but it's it's coming at some point. Um, but thinking off the top of my head, you know, uh, again, I, I want all your listeners to go over and listen to uh, the show we recorded on my podcast, episode 98, because that's something that I've learned over and over. You share one of the most authentic and vulnerable stories that's ever occurred on the show. You could hear a pin drop. And it was incredibly emotional. And it was it, 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 if you're listening honestly to the show and you listen to what Will shares there, I can't, I can't spoil it for your listeners. I'm teasing them to go over to my show. <laughs> it hits you right in the face, square in the jaw, because I know that a majority of people are, are dealing with the same issue that you dealt with. Sure. So general, generally speaking, it's a sense of balance. And I think it's a myth that you can't have balance. And you share uh, uh, how you really had invested so much in your job, which you should do. I think that's extremely, extremely important. But you did that at the cost of something else. Right. And so uh, I think leaders do that all the time. Maybe the cost is their family. Maybe it's their spiritual walk. Maybe it's their own physical, uh, mental, or emotional health. But we're we're you know it's a finite amount of time and if you give it all to schools it's going to take it but you're not going to be able to sustain that forever so that's that's a huge takeaway uh i think when leaders start uh experiencing a little bit of success well uh their egos their, their heads inflate mm -hmm. right and yeah. this is a major problem uh because then they start believing that they're the golden child they have the midas golden touch uh, they think, you know, that their you-know-what doesn't stink. 
And that's problematic because you no longer, I think when you're that egotistical, you're no longer relying on your people. You're Mm -hmm. all about vision, all about yourself and uh, your folks that need to actually execute it aren't with you. And you're going to develop so many blind spots that are going to absolutely destroy you at some point if you Mm -hmm. let your ego grow to that level. So I know we're going to talk about masterminds, but in July and August, that's why we're reading Ego is the Enemy in Ryan Holiday, because Mm -hmm. I know this is an issue that we deal with, you know? Uh, And I think one more thing um, that I've heard is just the importance of community. Uh, I got the opportunity to interview Greg Sacciacoli. You pronounce his name like Mastacoli. A wonderful uh, executive coach, a really vibrant Italian fellow, and he wrote The Enemies of Success. Uh, The number one enemy of success, and I've heard this time and time again from my uh, guests on the show, is isolation. Mm -hmm. That is just like ego, one of those things that if you let it go uh, without addressing, you are doomed for destruction at some point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's a tragedy, though. You know, we got to address that, right? So it's hard, right? When you're a principal, who do you have that you can really reach out to and connect with? Mm-hmm. And that's something I've heard over and over. You need some type of personal board that trusted advisors that you can tell what's going on in your life. And they're going to give you feedback, not because you want to hear what they say, but you have to hear what they say. You know, there's a difference there. Well, I love so many of the golden nuggets that you've already said, uh, you know, ego is the enemy, isolation is an enemy of success. And I know that in my own practice when, um, you know, often, even when I'm doing presentations for school leadership groups, it's so incredibly humbling as even as I'm teaching um, other leaders lessons that I've learned, I may be right in the middle of it. And I'm thinking, this is a really great point. When's the last time I actually practiced this? I've also discovered that uh, no matter how much I think or believe that I've learned about leadership, that when I encounter that next conflict, that next challenge, that next difficult moment, um, it's a test. And uh, and suddenly you're having to relearn those same skills over and over and over again. So we never stop being students. And that's one of the things I love about the work that you're doing through a mastermind is that you're, you're pulling together groups of people who can collaborate consistently with each other about the lessons that they're learning um, so that they're not in isolation. Talk about that for just a moment for some of my listeners that may not be familiar with masterminds. What, what is a mastermind and why is it something that you think is so beneficial for school leaders? Yeah, I'll try to describe it in a couple of different ways. Uh, yeah. I like the phrase that it's a hybrid group coaching and leadership development community because that gives you the sense that you do it together with other people. Um, but it's a hybrid because, you know, it's, it's, it's virtual, but we're going to also have a face-to-face meetups. So our first one is at the National uh, Principal Conference in July there in Philadelphia. Awesome. And we'll try to do one, one of those a year. So we can just, you know, there's value in getting together, uh, stare somebody in the eye, shake their hand, give them a hug. Uh, but since we are around, literally around the world, predominantly mostly uh, U.S. citizens, we have some Canadians and Australians. Uh, and I have a, a, somebody who's a principal in China that's on the wait list. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to grow, and, and I'm really excited about that. But the other way I like to describe masterminds is that it's just it's a, really in, um, it's a really incredible party. If I gather great people and we have these incredible discussions about school leadership, 
Well, what's going to happen is great, great things are going to be produced as a result. So, you know, we talked a little bit about how isolation is the enemy of excellence. And the problem, too, if, if we let our egos grow uh, too big, well, the antidote to that is community. And so by weekly, consistently meeting, uh, by checking in, wins of the week, being held accountable for things you said you would do, uh, reading great books like Ego is the Enemy or Deep Work or Search Inside Yourself for Leadership Step-by-Step, and I could go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. It's like taking a graduate course, uh, but then the, the, the real value of the mastermind is what we call the hot seat, Will. And so if I'm on the hot seat, I am telling the other participants, here's an obstacle challenge or maybe even a goal I just want to accomplish. And I'll express and present on that idea for just a little bit of time. And then I'll ask for feedback. And people are going to share their own anecdotes and experiences. Uh, but a lot of times, just with some hard-hitting questions, you know, they're going to help you really think about that issue in a much more well-rounded way. And yeah. you're going to have this perspective, Will, that you just did not walk into the meeting with. And, and as a hot seat, um, I guess, presenter, you're mm-hmm. going to get that and it's going to benefit you, you know, right away. But as a participant in the mastermind, you might not be on the hot seat, but you get value from helping people out. And then number two, you get value from listening uh, to other problems that school leaders are experiencing. And now you have some resources and a toolkit to adjust, address problems that you might not have even faced yet. Mm-hmm. Or you forgot that they exist. And when, when they come up and bubble up in your school community, you're going to be resourced just a little bit better to take on those challenges. But yeah, we, we meet on Zoom. It's weekly. Uh, uh, every week throughout the month, it's, you know, there's a few groups. I'm running three groups right now and about to open up a fourth. Wow, so congratulations. They, <laughs> thank you. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I started, it was just seven people. It was seven people, Will. And we're veering off a little bit. But the cool thing is, uh, then it was 13 the summer before uh, I moved down to Houston and, and accepted a principal position there. Then I put the brakes. I hit the pause button on trying to grow it because I really wanted to serve uh, that community in Houston. Sure. Well, you know, I met an amazing woman. Uh, we were getting engaged and married in July. and she Congratulations. Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's so exciting. Uh, <laughs> But we're going to be moving to Antwerp, Belgium, where she accepted a position at the university. There. You're She's joking. So much smarter than me and the research side. No, no, no. Uh, the sun, the sun is shining on sunshine, Danny Bauer. <laughs> it is. So uh, we're we're prepared for that move, and I'm like, all right, well, I want to serve school leaders full time. Like people are really enjoying this. And Will, the second I opened it up, and it's funny how God works too, uh, he put the right people in front of me, but the groups doubled from 13 to 26. Wow. And then I said, whoa, because this was at the end of the school year. I said, whoa, this is too much. You know, I can't take on any more. And I I paused it. We only have a wait list right now. But by the time this airs, uh, we'll be transitioning from the wait list. I'll be opening up uh, mid-July for the fourth, maybe the fifth mastermind. Uh, so I, I hope to serve a, a lot more school leaders. So, you know, the, the neat thing to listen to this, Will, when mm-hmm. I started, you take away all the APs, you take away the instructional coaches, there were seven principles. 
Three of wow. those seven became principals of the year. Whoa. One of them, yeah, one of them in their entire state. So that, that's amazing. Whoa. Listen, it, it's not because of me, but it's because of the environment. Sure. You know, it's an incubator to accelerate your leadership development, but also get help when you are facing challenges. Gosh, so principle matters, listeners. Listen, if you want to accelerate your growth, if you want to see yourself moving from the dangers of isolations to um, the power of of community, then check out BetterLeadersBetterSchools.com and look at Danny's mastermind groups that are coming up because he's going to open those up again. It sounds like later in July, and if you want to be a part of these amazing conversations. Uh, and see your own leadership accelerate, then then jump in. Danny, I want to ask you some questions about the work that you've done. You've worked a, for years now with students, and, and now you are working so profoundly with leaders. And I know that the reason that you're in education is because of uh, the heart that you have uh, for for kids. And so I just wanted to ask you for a story. What is What is a story from your work with students over the years that would illustrate why you believe that being an educator is still a noble calling? Oh, that's a great question, Will. So uh, it happened in school, but not in the classroom. And I was at Brooks, and I was attending Willow Creek uh, Community Church at the time. And we would uh, connect with Team World Vision, and they would, they would make a call to everybody uh, sitting there during service, hey, would you like to uh, you know, run a marathon in Chicago? and help provide clean water for kids in Africa. And I said, no way, because I hate running. <laughs> you know, it's a terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> and, and I had this idea pop in my head. So I don't know, you know, was it a prompting? Was it something I was just thinking? But it, it, it happened while I was at church. And I had this sense that what would happen if I invited my students, right? Because they, they were there, Team World Vision, inviting adults mm-hmm. in the congregation to participate. So I had this, this feeling I should invite students. And, you know, I waited to the end of uh, the service and I walked up to the, the coordinators and I said, how old do you have to be to run a marathon, Rusty? Rusty Funk was the uh, director at the time. And he said, you just have to be 16. I said, oh, man, because like I knew I had to... F- follow through on this, this calling. <laughs> so I said, okay, cool. Have you ever had high school students run a marathon? Nope, not, not as a team, right? Individually here and there, but not ever a group. So cool, we're going to be the first. Uh, give me the information, give me the information, you know, figured it out. <clears throat> so Rusty was a regional director. Michael Chitwood's a national director. I said, uh, set up a meeting. Michael was supposed to come out and talk to our kids. So will I go back to school? And I go through every uh, sophomore and junior and senior level advisory. And I say, uh, who wants to uh, help provide clean water for kids? And and who needs service learning hours to graduate? And a bunch of hands went up, of course. I think I got them with the graduation question. (laughs) So anyways, I said, all right, we're going to run a marathon and help provide clean water for kids in Africa. So I signed up all these kids and... Michael came, he, he said he anticipated like maybe six, seven kids, right, at this uh, info meeting. And, Will, there was 46 students that had raised their hand no. and said, I want to help. So they, gave, they got me a training plan. We had deals with Sh- Brooks Shoe Company. 
with uh, Swiftwick out of Nashville, Tennessee, sock company. It's amazing how, how God, like, blessed that moment. If the team grew, we, we consistently practiced. And going back to your original question, the honorable calling. So south side of Chicago, you probably have a stereotype of what that kid looks like. And I, I dealt with students that predominantly, like, over 90%, right, free and reduced mm-hmm. lunch, and they were all students of color. And outside of your, your uh, you know, winners of marathons that uh, come from, let's say, uh, Kenya or some other African region, most of the participants don't look like my kids, right? Mm-hmm. And they're out there, uh, you know, working out in, in basketball gear, and they, they just don't look like runners. Mm-hmm. So we also partnered with, um, you know, different types of running groups. We got them close so they could look the part. But here's the thing. So it's about opening doors, about opening access, opening their eyes to in the third largest city in the nation. Uh, the Chicago Marathon is actually the most popular marathon globally. Wow. Because, you know, like Boston, you don't have to be timed in and there's a lottery now and stuff, but it, and it's a flat course. So people run really great times. So we train and train well for months. 46 kids run it. 40 of them crossed the finish line. No way. Yeah. And over three years, over 100 kids did it. We raised over 25000 The first year, $10,000. But over three years, 25000 Over 100 kids completed it. And that's the thing. It's about looking at kids and saying, you can do something so much bigger. Wow. You don't even know what you're capable of, wow. right? And we poured into them and we loved on them and we modeled, you know, how to run. And the kids stepped up and they just crushed it. And they wow. became probably the most popular part, you know, at least the Team World Vision. Uh, but even the news uh, covered our story, too. That's amazing. I mean, you provided real life, real life learning, not just the instructional learning that you're doing in school, but you provided them with access to something that they'll, that's globally recognized, something that stretches them so far beyond themselves giving back to their communities and to the world. Wow, Danny, that's an, that's an amazing story. What's, 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 how would you sum that up as a, as a takeaway for, for other school leaders out there that are looking at their work with students? What challenge would you give us? So I worked in South Africa for three summers, 10 days apiece, and I provided professional development to teachers and administrators. And the school I worked with was also connected to a church, and they had a COSA word, which was kuyahanjwa, Will. So kuyahanjwa means to go big or go home in mm-hmm. that COSA South African language. And so to all your listeners, you have big, big dreams that you are probably even scared to say out loud, not even to other people, but to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're so scared. Like, what, what's it going to take? And what if I fail? Here's the other scary question. It's in that uh, Marianne, I think, Williamson poem. I hope I'm getting the name right. But, you know, we're more scared of how great we can be. Mm. It's not even that failure thing. It's like, if we did accomplish this, what would that mean in my life? So Kuyahanjo listeners, go big (laughs) or go home. I love it. That's such a powerful story, Danny. You know, First of all, congratulations on an amazing year. I, I know from uh, following you online and from the connections you and I have made that you've had challenges this year, just like I have in my own school leadership. And so what a beautiful 
what a beautiful time of year it is for you to be finishing up to be in a relationship that's that's uh, going to be celebrated with marriage, to be moving to Belgium, to have a mastermind group that's exploding. And so I just want to give you kudos, friend, because I know that uh, you are serving and serving and serving, and it's coming back to you, and I'm just so excited. Um, what is, what's one thing about you that might surprise people to know about Danny Bauer? Kind of shy. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, I have this I have this show, right, where I talk to people, strangers, mm-hmm. every single week. Like today, you know, we're recording a show. I recorded five shows today. Oh, wow. Like your show, different shows, you know, whatever. Uh, so actually that's helped me grow in my introvertism, you know. Um, and another tip for your listeners, if you're an introvert, uh, either start a podcast or win or read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. That helped me so much in terms of, uh, breaking out of my shell because you really just have to know the person's name because that's the sweetest sounding word in the lang- English language that you can use. So repeat their name over and over. And the other t- tip is uh, just to ask great questions. You know, that's amazing because um, I'm I'm a mixture too. I think there's sometimes where I can be a, a, an extrovert, like I want to just reach out and get to know people. And then there's other times where I walk into settings and I just want to be invisible. And, uh, and so... I don't know, being in the work that we do constantly stretches me because there are times I think I could just pull in, like we talked about earlier, and just become so isolated and get comfortable with that. And so, but forcing myself out of my comfort zone constantly puts me in places where I discover things about myself that I didn't know. Well, Daniel Bauer from Better leaders better schools.com check out his website. If you're interested in mastermind groups, he is the man that you need to get to know. Daniel, what's um What's a way that people can stay connected with you? And, uh, and what's, what's something you'd like to, to say in parting? Yeah, easily to stay connected, uh, go to betterleadersbetterschools.com. Uh, you'll, you'll get links to a whole bunch of free resources. I invite your listeners. They're welcome to join the email list. Uh, I give regular updates to the blog and the podcast. Uh, different offers of workshops I might be running or offers, you know, to work with me uh, in the mastermind or, or different things like a productivity course that I offer. And then every Sunday I do the weekend resource, which is really succinct. It's uh, five to six bullet points of things that have um, changed my life or, or, or things that I find extremely useful, uh, maybe a book or an article I read. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's pure value. So You might uh, enjoy getting that and you can join over 900 school leaders that are on the the mailing list. Another thing too, I have a free gift for your listeners. If if you put in your phone, you text the word, all one word, unlock now, unlock now to the number 33444, you're going to get 15 hard hitting questions that are guaranteed to accelerate uh, your leadership development. So these are 15 very deep, self-reflective questions that I think I've heard people have pasted it on their mirror. They have uh, put it on their computer monitor, their their iPhone um, wallpaper. They have led even professional development with their leadership team, just asking like those questions and then having an honest discussion around there. If you got international listeners, just email me, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com because that that number doesn't work for uh, international folks. And then parting words of advice, uh, there's, a, there's a quote that I share on my podcast, so I'm not going to share it here. Go listen to that podcast, you'll get it. But I'm going to say this. This quote basically ruined my life. 
you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that quote, it really got me to rigorously evaluate what I did with my time and who I chose to spend that time with. And when I became more intentional about that, Will, that's when the, the growth really started to happen in my life. Well, Principal Banders listeners, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you just got to spend some time with Daniel Bauer. And Daniel, if they text the word UNLOCK NOW, what's that number again? Yeah, UNLOCK NOW to 33444. UNLOCK NOW to 33444, and you will get some free resources from Daniel Sunshine Bauer. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us. I cannot wait to continue to follow the work that you're doing, and... uh, Thanks for serving students, and thanks for every single day doing what matters. We'll talk to you soon. It was a pleasure, Will. Thank you. Wow, Principal Matters listeners, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Daniel Bauer. If you want to check out other free resources like this podcast, you can do so at my website at williamdparker.com. Just another quick heads up that my newest book, Messaging Matters, How to Inspire Students, Motivate Teachers, and Reach Communities, is available for pre-order right now at solutiontree.com slash messaging. And if you haven't signed up for my free weekly updates, you can do so at my website at williamdparker.com, and I'll send you an ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Rules for School Leaders. Or you can check out my other book, Principal Matters, Motivation, Action, and Courage Needed for School Leaders at my website or at amazon.com. I hope you're having a fantastic summer, and thanks again for doing work that matters. Talk to you soon.